International. So my name's Shane, and I live in Ypsilanti, Michigan. And my story takes place in Japan, where I used to live, and northern Japan, to be precise, just right across the water from Hokkaido, the northernmost region. And at this time, it was winter, and we were pretty lucky because there was a mountain range at the very top that kind of blocked most of the weather systems coming across the Bering Strait from Russia. And these mountains were, man, uh, to say that they got snowfall is an understatement. They would be in the summer when you would take the the gondola to the top, you know, forest, like it was a wooded mountain. And when you got there in the winter, it was bald. The snow was so deep, trees would disappear. You would not see them. And we were all so driven to go there all the time. The only problem was because the snow systems were so intense, usually when you got off of the gondola, it was a perfect whiteout. You would stick your arm out and you'd see the tips of your fingers and that was it. You would have to be very careful and follow the orange marker poles the whole way down until the trees started to slowly make their way back out of the snow. So most of the time it was a harrowing journey and then you would be in all this plush, deep snow and just able to do mad tricks and have a great time and, you know, even, you know, do uh, flips and, you know, spins and stuff that you would never be able to do on a snowboard unless you're a pro and not even worry about landing it because you could just, you know, splash down in this powder everywhere. But there was this winter about, hmm, it was the third day of super sun and warmth and no one could resist. I mean, everyone was flooding up there. We were dying because it started on a Wednesday. We're like, oh my God. And you know, it's like a two hour trip from where we worked and we're just waiting for the Friday to hit so we could fly out there. So Friday, we all cut out early, get out about one o'clock, make our way towards Hakoda. It was called Mount Hakoda. And we get there and it's glorious. I mean, there's line out the door for people trying to get on the gondola, people wearing just shirts and pants, going up there to have a picnic on top of the mountain. We lost it. We just unbelievable. We were able to see parts of the mountain. We didn't even know were there. And we started hitting trails, hitting lines, going mad. It was amazing. So we're again late in the day. We are burning our energy out candle burning on both ends it was wonderful and i get off the gondola with my friends and we're like oh yeah we're gonna do this we're gonna do that and i'm like listen we can go right underneath the gondola straight down into this forest we didn't even know was there and like see it for the first time ever and they're like no 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 we're not doing it we're too tired i'm like come on they weren't having it so i go alone 
I gear up, I pick a nice line and I start going down and you know, the, what is like maybe two feet of trees slowly get bigger and bigger and bigger until I'm actually in a forest and I'm going back and forth, back and forth. And I find a little Creek frozen Creek and I follow it in through the trees and I see that I'm coming towards a bowl and I'm like, Oh man, this was such a great ride. And the Creek actually turns into a frozen waterfall. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to finish strong. I'm going to go right off this, pull a nice front grab, do something sick, land it. This is the perfect end to the day. And I do, I jump off. I don't remember what I grabbed, but it was, it was a fun trick. And I slam into the powder and I'm like, Oh, it's so glorious. And I've taken off my snowboard and I look across the valley that I'm in like a, you know, little bowl. And it's hmm, probably like a hundred feet to the other side, maybe 120. And in the trees, I thought I saw a snowboarder going up the other side. I'm like, Oh, sweet. Cause the snow is so deep. I didn't want to like blaze a new trail. Cause it would just take everything I had in me left to, you know, go all the way, you know, butt deep in each step. I was just going to march over there to that side and take his trail up, get my snowboard off. And I'm standing up to kind of scope out his trail. And I realize he hasn't moved. And I, you know, take my goggles up and I really look across at the trees in the valley. And I realize it's not a snowboarder. I'm looking at a bear, a Japanese brown bear. And I'm like, holy shit, what do you do? Um, so I kind of run through a whole bunch of scenarios in my head. Are you supposed to get really large and like intimidating? Are you supposed to clap and make noises? Are you supposed to freeze and let them ignore you? And uh, maybe the coward in me, I'm not sure which one decided, but I decided not to make a move or a sound and just froze right where I was because I was, you know, the frozen waterfall was just maybe like four feet behind me. And I was kind of hoping that I was in the shadow and kind of blending in in my, you know, bright red Burton jacket and probably green, you know, Burton snow pants. But, you know, I wasn't thinking logically. So I'm looking and I'm watching him and he's up on his hind legs and I can see he's close enough to where I can see his face or, you know, the, the muzzle and he's smelling and he goes back down on all fours and he goes continues up the valley and into the tree line above me. And I'm like, okay, well, that was crazy. Well, if he went that way, cause that's the way I wanted to go. I'm going to have to go the opposite way. That's exactly what I'm going to do. So wait, um, I, maybe three or four minutes because I'm pretty sure he's gone. And I start to trudge down the valley, the opposite direction the bear went. And, you know, as I mentioned before, the snow is super deep. So it's like, you know, take one step, your foot goes all the way in, all the way up to your crotch, and you pull your other leg out of the hole it's in and throw it into the next and all the way down to your crotch over and over. And I'm going a few minutes, and I hear what I think is another snowboarder following my trail coming down the way I came towards that uh, waterfall or frozen waterfall. And I stop, and I'm, you know, still to try to listen. And I turn over and I'm just about to yell in Japanese, don't come down here. There's a bear. And when I look up over the rim of the waterfall, I can see it's the bear using my trail to follow me back where I, I was now. And I'm like, oh, God. 
So full on panic mode. I start to like, you can't run. I, there's no way to really describe the fruitless throwing of my legs and like large lunging movements as I'm like just deep in the snow, boom, 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 boom. And I'm not getting anywhere. So I laid, I sit down I strap in, put one foot in the snowboard and I'm using the other to kind of like kick a little bit like a skateboard. And I'm just grabbing trees and I'm you know, using bark and I'm grabbing branches and I'm pulling along, I'm kicking my feet and occasionally, you know, just bending over and kind of like scooping and scooping because I figured there's enough of a downhill slope that I can at least go faster than the bear, you know, through this little valley because I'm following the creek again. So I'm doing this. The bears, he's not making great progress, but he's, I'm not getting far from him, in other words. And I look back and I'm like, God, this is, this is how it's going to be. He's woke up and he got hungry and it's in the middle of winter and I'm in his home. He probably lives somewhere around here and holy shit. So if he catches up to me, am I going to take off my snowboard and use the metal edge and like slam it at him? I'm going to swing it like a bat or do I just let him get me and like try to end it fast and like open my throat up or let him get my chest? I don't know. So I'm like these scenarios, the more I think about them, the more paranoid and freaked out I get and I'm watching them come and I'm not making really great progress. And I start to weep at the uh, fatality, the mortality I'm facing. I just really kind of was falling apart and I get to where the creek that was frozen meets another even bigger creek and it's kind of open. I mean, there's a lot of ice there, but it's deeper and fast moving. And out going towards the middle, um, the big boulders and stuff that have been getting splashed up from the you know water had, had turned into like these gigantic ice mushrooms with snow on top. And I have a, a, a big board, like a you know 75 incher to, so I used it kind of like a bridge and I lay it across the open part of the water and I shimmy across to the first rock. And then there's like a couple of little rocks I laid on and kind of shimmy out a little more. I laid across another open expanse from the little rocks to the last big middle one. And I'm out there and I'm like, okay, I probably peed on myself, but that's fine. I'm out here. He's not going to come. He's going to get here to the water and he's going to be like, I can't even crawl up there. You're, I was at least three feet off the, off the top of the, you know, open water flow. And I just knew that, you know, bears wouldn't want to come out in the middle of winter into water and get wet their you know fur would freeze um felt pretty confident that even if he comes because i can still see him moving down my trail that i would be fine but watching him slowly come was freaking me out i couldn't pull myself together i'm like this is this is too much and i turned to look at the other side of the you know kind of river creek whatever and it's above my head and it's covered in ice and snow, just like the rocks, but it's, you know, not totally over large, but it's about two feet from the rock to the edge of the river side. And I'm like, damn, I, I can't just grab it. You know, there's nothing to grab. And I'm like, okay, I know what I'll do. I'm going to stand up and I'm going to use my snowboard like an ice pick and I'm going to fall forward and I'm going to slam it into the snow and ice and it's going to stick and I'm going to crawl out. 
And, you know, obviously I didn't really think that if I missed and it hit rock, you know, like if the ice was only an inch thick and it didn't stick, I would just plunge into the water and, you know, the show would be over, but it stuck. And I crawled out and I pulled my snowboard up and the bear was still, it was far out, but when you're being chased by it, it's kind of hard to, you know, rationalize, but I just looked and I'm like, fuck you bear. Ah, and I took a couple of steps and I'm like walking back through and I'm like, all right, I'm going to snowboard down the rest of this and find a trail. I don't know where I am, but you know, eventually I come to something and I put my snowboard on and I snowboarded for a few minutes and I just wasn't finding anything. So I took it back off and walked, you know, different directions. And then I finally came to like some uh, partially used trail looked like for cross country skiers. And I, hiked down it until there was enough of a slope that I could put my snowboard back on and I snowboarded down and I found the actual road that led to the, you know, the, the gondola and the ski lodge. So I put my, you know, uh, well, I took my snowboard off and hiked down the road and, you know, a car passed me, but no one really offered to give me a ride. I guess it was common to see, you know, people walking and I get there and covered in sweat my you know pro- eyes are still probably red from crying and maybe even smelling a little bit like urine who knows i can't remember i know i was totally worn out totally exhausted and the only thing i wanted to do was go into the gondola where everyone was lined up ready to go and i was going to tell the people at the counter selling tickets not to sell any more tickets and to get it like a you know rescue crew up there or something now walk in and i'm six foot three and all these japanese people you know, just don't, they're not six foot three. They're maybe five, five, four at the tallest. Now all, you know, ready to go, excited about going up to the top of the mountain. And I go up to the counter and the little Japanese lady comes up and I'm like, listen, there's a bear over there on the mountain and it chased me and there was danger. You need to get a, you know, crew up there to find the bear. There is a big scary bear up there on the mountain. And they looked at me totally like, I didn't even say, say it in Japanese. They just looked confused. I'm like, listen, I escaped with my life. There's a big scary bear up on the mountain. You need to help me. You need to stop everyone from going. And they still looked completely perplexed by my statement, maybe because I was big or I don't know. And a Japanese guy behind me in line in English says, hey, man, did you see a bear? And I spun around. I'm like, yes, yes. He goes, well, you're telling them you saw a big, scary spider. And I'm like, fuck it. Just tell them that it's a big, scary. You tell them there's a bear. Tell them everything. And he, you know, translates it. And then they all look shocked and they look surprised. And they ask me some questions. I tell them where I went. And they pause everyone from getting on the gondola. And they have like a little team with like flare guns and stuff. And they hop in and they take it on up. And I go to the lodge and I grab a beer and I drink it real quick. And I'm like, I see one of my buds resting. I'm like, hey, I'm leaving right now. I'm going home. And he's like, dude, we're not done yet. And I'm like, I don't care. You come now or you guys find rides. So like, we'll find rides. And they split. And I went home. First of all, let me say that if you would have come up to me, if I was working there and said there is a giant spider, that would have freaked me out. So much. <laughs> exactly i'm afraid of spiders i'm like i totally dig it i i i think it's hilarious that you mix, mixed up bear and but what are the two different do you know them now in japanese bear and spider can you say them to me <laughs> yeah so kumo is bear uh-huh. i mean bear uh, uh, is spider and kuma is uh 
bear. So kuma. How how how? I mean, like here's the deal. The the, the deal in in English, spider and bear like nothing to like that's very similar like they wouldn't even think to say maybe this white this six foot tall obviously not japanese guy right i mean i don't know are you jet do you look japanese i don't <laughs> no, i haven't no. seen you uh like they couldn't put two and two together that he maybe he means bear not spiders so the smart guy behind <laughs> you figured it out yeah like, you know it, it seems almost impossible that they wouldn't be like all right so he's saying kumo and he probably isn't talking about spiders in the middle of winter. Yeah. Possible. Maybe it could be Kuma. Even no, then, could... what what grown-ass man comes in and goes, eek, a spider. Everyone <laughs> run for your lives. And, and panicked. I mean, like, literally fear dripping out of my voice. I was completely beside myself and worn out from just the experience. There was no way it was going to be anything other than, like, a life-threatening moment. So as soon as they figured it out, they were like, oh, God, like we need to figure, you know, because they've got a bunch of people going up, a bunch of people going down. And I assume a bear during winter, since they are sleeping 90% of of winter and they're in hibernation, is something that's extremely rare to see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the only thing that was kind of notable and I think would have uh, triggered the action that it did was the year before in the same region, not in Hakoda Mountain, but in that range. uh there was a bear and her cubs wandering and uh, some uh, Japanese tourists, you know, there's still Japanese tourists in Japan, but they didn't live in the region. They saw the bears and they wanted to get up and uh, get close to take pictures. And the mother of course charged, it was a Japanese brown bear charged and killed a man take, trying to get close to her and her cubs. Yeah, you don't and that just bears. happened the year before. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Um, Here's one thing too, uh, you know, running from that bear it put you into an almost more dangerous situation when you got to the river, right? Because right. if you would have fallen in that river, I mean, was it enough to sweep you away? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was uh, uh, probably 14 feet across, and mm, I'm not sure about the depth. You know, it could have been ranging, but the, the speed and the fact that it was you know, totally on the, the shorelines on both sides, covered in ice, and I would have gone into hypothermia so quickly, yeah. and it would have not taken me any in, in any direction the way I needed to get away. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy how, you know, when we're running from this, like, horrible... I mean, it wasn't. It's not necessarily a bad decision when we're just moving from from something that's that's I mean, life threatening. Other things don't seem as life threatening. You know what I mean? You're like, fuck <laughs> it, I'm gonna cross this river. There's no way I'm gonna fall in this thing. When really, in reality, reason, yeah. yeah, I I was so far from reason at that point. I, I mean. Yeah, uh, almost anything would have made sense to me. I mean, I was thinking about fighting a fucking bear with my right. snowboard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's the fight or flight kind of thing, you know? And I imagine he was hungry. I mean, he was following you, right? Like, he was coming after oh, yeah. you for sure. Oh, yeah. He, he definitely changed the direction of his, uh, the way when I first witnessed him and started to follow the path, which I could have served many purposes because, like I said, this snow is incredibly deep. Mm-hmm. And trudging it yourself is time-consuming, energy-consumptive, and he might have just been like, dude, I'm using this trail. This is super easy. Yeah. But he also woke up in – I mean, this was like dead of winter, and it was like mm, in the 50s and sunny and he probably woke up like yeah i probably need to you know get a little find a snack and suddenly it's like i smell mammal and i usually can eat most anything let me go explore this yeah. thing i'll have this i'll have this you're you were you were on you were on the menu 
That's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's, it's almost a, it's humbling, you know, to think that there's this, you know, you're, you're, you're man, king of the mountain up there. Just, I mean, you're, you're just fuck nature. I'll ride on nature. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like I, I own everything. Like, you know what I mean? And then, and then uh bear just completely turns you into uh into, I mean, it, it makes you realize you can't do anything. You don't have a gun. The gun yeah. gun is the only thing that's going to fix this problem. The Japanese army or whoever you brought in didn't even have gun. They had flare guns. What is a flare gun going to do? Well, right, because also in Japan, uh, you no one's allowed to have uh, weapons. Mm-hmm. They're all in like uh, local armories and stuff like that. And then you go check them out. So uh, like even the police, like I, I had never seen a policeman in Japan and even in Tokyo with a gun on his hip. It was always like batons and tasers. Mm-hmm. And that's not going to help against a bear. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, another thing you said is that, you know, like when you got back there, you were just drained, you know, and and that that's one thing I've noticed with a lot of people and, and, and from experience myself, man, when you get into a situation where you are, you, I mean, you, it, you, you feel as if it is life and death, whether it is or not, when you get into those situations, it mentally just exhausts you so fast. Oh, you yeah. just turn into mush. You don't, oh, you yeah. know what I mean? It, you don't. Yeah, and all you want to do is just go home. You just want to go home. It, it, and... I literally, I did. I went home and got in bed wearing my gear. I took off my boots, and that's all I did. And I was just there up to, with the blankets up to my nose, just there all the rest of the night. Wow, wow, that's crazy, man. Well, I'm glad you didn't get eaten. Oh, thanks. You know, <laughs> <Me too. laughs> that have been big over in Japan. Westerner gets eaten by bear. We told him not to go up there. Yeah, you know what I mean, I mean <laughs> and what's crazy is that was uh, I. I think we went back one more time the next season after, but uh, it was really, really hard for me. And for years after to go into the woods, you know, I'd be actually, I moved to Las Vegas and, you know, it's a fucking desert all the way around. And there's just this one little nature preserve way up on a mountain right outside of Las Vegas called Mount Charleston. And there's zero chance of a bear, zero. There's not, it's never even been there before. Mm And I'm up there with a bunch of like burly, you know, dudes and we're all hiking. It's going to be awesome. We're going to kind of acclimate to 10,000 feet. And we're in this birch forest walking through and a deer walked along some leaves and crunched the branch. And I knew it was a deer. I told myself it was a deer, but I took off running like a fucking baby really? and ran all the way down that mountain. You got PTSD <laughs> from bears. You got bear I PTSD. Did. Dude, they finished their hike. They were gone all day. And this happened right at the beginning of the hike. So I had to stand there by a car I didn't have keys for in a parking lot for about six hours waiting for them to be done with their hike. You know what would have been like the best thing ever is that if you guys went out there and you're like, all right, I'm going to do this. There's no bears. Like, it's going to be fine. And then as soon as you went in there, they were having some sort of like day where they bring a bear out there. Just like, to, to, you know what I mean? It's like a trained bear. It's like the world's friendliest bear. And then it just happens to be that day that you're there. And then you kill the bear because you're like, you're like, I'm going to get over my fears. And then you killed this, like the best bear. He saved a guy's life once. That's, that's what's going on in the movie in my head in that situation when you're in Vegas. Dude, I, I, I still have some sincere issues with it and i try to manage it like there's this video game i play all the time called the long dark Uh and it's it's a really mellow experience it's like post-apocalyptic you know the sun is a you know uh, done a rural borealis and knocked out electronics and you're just out in the canadian wilderness surviving and all that crap i'm I'm familiar with it i got a buddy who's canadian and he plays that game i said why don't you just go outside yeah literally and i love the game but i have to pause 
and stop and go collect myself because my heart races and I start to get sick when there's a bear on the screen. I'm like, wow. okay, it's, it's, it's all right, man. And then it, like my son is 13. He mocks me the whole time. He's like, Hey baby, come back. You want to unpost the game? <laughs> Your kid's picking on you now because of it. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> it's bad news. Bad you gotta, news. you gotta take him, get a, get some sort of bear outfit. Like and just start scaring the the hell out of him, and then you know, and then when he gets well, no. he gets older, who's he's going to save me. I, I need someone. To oh yeah, the that's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, in Michigan, is there bears there? Uh, very rare, and they're way way up north. Okay, I don't go that far north. I think y'all probably have more Bigfoots than bears there. Possibly, yeah, I mean, but we also uh, are uh, the kind of crazy stuff. Like there's some guy in like one of those crazy brand twenty five hundred or twenty. Two five thousand. I don't even. It's one of those trucks that big ass truck annoys the hell out of you. Tried to run me off the road just like two hours ago. So that's my my new bear. Yeah, big ass trucks. <laughs> right. Uh, question: If uh, then this would be my last question. If would you if you could go back and change it all right now? Here's what you have the option: you can either go back and you can change it, and it would be a Sasquatch instead of a bear, or it would have been a shark, and it's somehow the shark breathes oxygen and can chase you down on the snow so you got to choose bear bigfoot or shark which one would you which one would, you, would it have been at the end well i'm going to tell you right now it's going to be bigfoot because i mean there's been enough people killed by sharks that that's not going to make the news so sure. if i'm going to die i want to go out with bigfoot because people are going to remember me all right that's a great answer unfortunately <laughs> it's wrong the answer was shark that's not what we're looking for but you know what? You got you give still a good answer. We're gonna give me tell him what he's won, Donna. <laughs> she doesn't tell you anything. Donna, do you have any questions? No? Okay. Hey, listen, uh, thanks for coming on the show, man. Thanks for sharing that story with us. And and uh I, I, I really do find it crazy. I mean, you've got you you've got straight up PTSD from it, and I and I and and, and I know it probably was a little heroin sharing the the it with us, but I really appreciate you doing that, man. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure you heard it in my voice. Got a little uh, yeah, definitely. gaspy. Definitely. I could. <laughs> All right, Shane. Well, thanks again so much, man. Uh, and I hope you have a great day. All right. You guys do the same. All right. Take it easy. All right. Bye. Uh, guys, that was a that was a wacky story. That was that was crazy. Uh, listen, guys, if you've got a story you want to share with us, email us at fearthepodcast at gmail.com. That is fearthepodcast at gmail.com. And maybe we'll get you on. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe and follow and do all that good stuff, baby. We'll see you later. Thanks for listening. national.